Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareka. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, cview1111 at gmail.com, or visit our website, cview1111.net. Call for free at 805-830-8344. And wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, everybody, for being here. This is CView 2020, and today this is our first episode of a new show, a new podcast on Akashic Focus with Reverend Sandra L. Jelinas. Today, we're going to do the first presentation of four in the season that we're going to be having Sandra with us explaining much more than the Akashic Records. Every time you log into our podcast with Sandra, it's going to be different information. We don't ever uh, know what is coming. Like we were planning to have certain questions and certain topic um, covered today, but then the world changed. So we needed to change. And we are always shifting and adapting and creating. So right now, we are in a place of being silent, in a place of being in more uh, seclusion with ourselves. When we do that, it is the perfect combination to go within and to contact the Akashic Records. Some of you, many of you listeners already know how to do that, but others are coming into realization that there is this powerful calling inside of us that is just waiting for you to say yes to that call. 
and to answer that hard cold asking your higher selves and all of that is uh, possible to become so now let's bring sandra to the show so she can take off the the charge of today's hour and let us know um we uh, more or less what is it that we're gonna expecting for today's show and of course you can contact Sandra Gelinas after the show through her website, www.akashicfocus.com. And she's going to give away a um, mini session, Akashic uh, Records reading for lucky um some of our lucky callers and listeners, you have to send her an email today before 5 p.m. And she's going to give away the opportunity to have your own Akashic Records today. So it would be at Sandra at AkashicFocus.com. Sandra, welcome to see you. I'm so excited to have you here for this, your first podcast which is really having a lot of people listening to you so how do you feel about that (laughs) well great i'm really delighted to be able to have this opportunity to share some of um you know my experiences and my knowledge about the records and i always love to hear you talk about the records claudia so thank you for that wonderful introduction for me you so understand uh, what the records are and what their potential is. So thank you. That was great. So let's just dive in because I know time will be precious for us today. Uh, I've probably got more that I'd like to share than I will get through, but that's okay. So whether you're brand new to the Akashic Records or part of our Akashic Alliance community of clients, graduates, or current learners, um, I am just so delighted that you're here. Thank you. And while I've hosted a a few afternoon teas with the Akashic Records in my home years ago and talked to various groups, a podcast where you can listen and lunch, if you like, with the Akashic Records in the comfort of your home, this is a first for me. So thank you for joining me, and I hope you enjoy our time together. So let's first talk about a basic definition of what the Akashic Records are. And let me say, too, that sometimes they are also called the Akashic Field. And I personally prefer that term, but I use Akashic Records because that is more more well-known. So um, the Akashic Records are often seen as as a treasure trove of information, but they are really so much more than that. So here's my definition. Your Akashic Records are a dynamic reservoir of information, including every thought, word, deed, emotion, and even intention of your soul, of your soul, throughout all of its lifetimes. And through your records, you can connect to higher aspects of yourself and to the divine. And that's where the healing comes in, the transformation comes in. 
So have you ever been surfing the web, the Internet, and ended up right where you needed to be, even if you weren't consciously looking for it? Well, in my experience, the Akashic Records are like that. Only you direct where you go through your questions and through paying attention to what you receive. Years ago, the record shared with me, I thought this was so not me, so I was like, oh, yes, this is really you. The Akashic Records are like Google for the soul. They bring you information and experiences your soul desires to share with you. So there you go. The Akashic Records are like Google for the soul. This might help you to better understand your current life with compassion and forgiveness for all the players, including yourself. It might be that you clear an ancestral belief or trauma that's still active within your DNA. There's so much research now coming through that what happens in your family tree really does impact us uh, as the the children or the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, and back up through. Or maybe you're exploring a theme of a past life. I call them other lives. An issue of an outdated vow, uh, repeated learning experiences. Sometimes we call them challenges or struggles with specific souls that you're playing out again in this life. All these kind of things and more. So once you have enough information from your records, you do have the opportunity to request to respond in a better way than you have in the past, to heal, to finally forgive yourself and others, and to learn from the past and move forward with greater grace and ease. So in other words, you can change your life. When you change your records, you do change your life. You change your records every time you access them. So that's why it's such an honor for me to go in the records with other people. I particularly, it's just so good. Um, so I'm just going to remind you, if you would like, now you know a little bit more, perhaps, about what the records are. If you would like to join in the drawing for a 20-minute complimentary Akashic session with me, just email me by 5 o'clock today, Eastern Standard Time, at Sandra at akashicfocus.com and the records will pick whoever it is and I'm thinking there may be more than one so we'll see what happens so let me give you just a really short version some of my backstory with the records thought this might be fun where did it all begin for me so years ago I was walking through these I remember so clearly I can see it the silent stacks nobody was there it was kind of dark in my local library in country Australia, place I've been to many times. I spent a lot of time in, in libraries wherever I've been. And a library book literally fell off one of those lower shelves right at my feet. So, of course, I picked it up. And after reading the jacket, I, I took that book home and I read it. Uh, it was There is a River, the story of Edgar Casey by Thomas Segrew. And it introduced me to the concept of the Akashic Records and the vast body of recorded sessions that Casey gave to clients during the first half of the 1900s. So there I was in the mid-1980s, and I made a sole contract at that time 
that if I ever became, if it ever became possible for me to learn to access the records, that I would do so. So I was just open. It took me 25 years to find my first Akashic teacher, and that was in October 2004. I had absolutely no idea back then that I'd eventually become an Akashic facilitator for private Akashic record sessions and then go on to train others to also access the Akashic field. The records have walked me through every single step, even when at first I'd say, oh, no, I don't know how to do that. I, I was pretty reluctant through a lot of this, so it's, it's been intriguing for me. My parents have, my, my records, my parents, my records have been infinitely patient, loving, and non-judgmental. And I am so very grateful that I read that book so many years ago and I said yes to the offer. So now that you know what the records are and a bit of my personal history with them, I invite you to take a moment to center what Claudia was saying at the very beginning. Take breath and center to move into the energy of the divine as I guide you through a simple Akashic prayer process called heart integration. And the purpose of heart integration is to connect with all your levels of being and then to find yourself right in front of the divine. What a great place to be. We'll then create our heart light circle of healing and from there, I'll welcome you into the Akashic field of our group of listeners. So, let us begin heart integration. So, I invite you to join with me in placing one or both of your hands on your heart center. And breathe and relax, however that feels comfortable to you. And as you're breathing and relaxing, I invite you to become aware of the warmth or the coolness of your hand as it rests gently on your chest. We do this to begin to connect to all of our levels of being, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels. And we'll begin with that physical body, which is why we're noticing the warmth, the connection of our hands on our heart centers. Let it take you right into your body. And I always find that this the slightest adjustment of however I'm sitting opens me to even more comfort, more relaxation than I knew my body even asked. So this connecting to your body is a great way to get grounded, get focused, get present in your body, and then take notice. How do you feel? What can you do to adjust so you can feel better immediately? And if for nothing else, this is a wonderful process, just to take a moment and do this. But we'll build on this. So coming with me and perhaps with another breath, moving into awareness now of your emotional level of being, 
And this, usually I like to just simply ask myself silently, how am I feeling? So I invite you to notice, hear, see, feel, know, whatever it is, however it comes to you, how you're feeling, what that level of being wants to share with you right now. And say thank you, welcome that part of you. And then perhaps with another breath, moving now into awareness of the mental level of being, which is where your thoughts, your ideas, what you've heard, what you've read, all of this, and for a lot of people, a whole lot more, can be a very busy part. Just open to connecting with that part of yourselves, welcoming whatever questions may arise. Make a little note as we're going through. You're welcome to ask them at the end. This is where the mental level of being combined with your heart is so wonderful. So we thank this part of ourselves. Continuing now with our another breath. Welcoming now your higher self, your spiritual level of being. You might call it your higher wisdom. This is a quieter place often, separated from the physical, emotional, and mental bodies. Different energy can often be felt quieter, more at peace, regardless of what is going on. So it's powerful to connect in a real way with this part of us. And we welcome our higher selves. So now bringing this expanded awareness of who you are and what you are back to your heart center. Remember where our hands have been resting. Allow this expanded awareness of who you are and what you are so much more than just this physical body that has this name in this lifetime. Allow yourself to connect with your higher your inner divinity, your heart light. So I invite you to join me in visualizing, sensing, knowing, or simply affirming that your heart light, your inner divinity, is now merging with all that is, with the divine. And actually, this is the easiest part because... That's what your inner divinity is always doing. It's always merging. Oh, and now here we are. I've just turned my focus to what I call our heart light circle. And you know, it's a really big one. It's much bigger than it normally is. So I feel all of you here and invite you to step into this fifth step of heart integration of being aware that we're all here, being aware of the divine, whatever is most sacred and holy to you, is right opposite all of us in this huge circle of light. 
And now the light comes from the heart of the divine through all of our hearts around back to the divine, coming through that divine heart, energized once again by divine light, divine unconditional love, coming through all of us, getting activated more so by our love for ourselves and each other and the divine, the world, circulating back to the divine and spiraling upward and upward and upward, bringing us all into greater harmony, greater resonance with all that is. So we ask the divine as a group to complete the centering that we have just begun, to keep our hearts open, to keep us aware and help us remember whatever it is that's most important for us to take from this time together. And so instead of opening your records one by one, which I don't have your permission, I'm asking you if I may have your permission to take you into this group's Akashic field now. And if you said yes to being part of this group's Akashic field, Akashic records, welcome. And if you'd rather just listen today, that's fine, absolutely fine. Through your intention, you can simply listen without energetically joining us in the group's Akashic field. So for those who are joining, I ask the Akashic records of this group to inspire my sharing in this podcast today. And if you're live on the call, to illuminate you with great questions to ask at the end. So here we are in the Akashic field, the Akashic records of this group of people who are listening currently or at some other time. And I'd like to ask the group's records what it would like to share for us all at this time about the coronavirus. What is the most positive and beneficial message, energetics, etc., that our group's records would like to share with this group. So if your hand has drifted off from your heart, I invite you to join me and just keeping it there while we're having this conversation with your records, with the group's records, sorry. I invite you to be in your hearts. So this is what the group's records have to say. Firstly, they want to thank us as being anchors, as being placeholders for moving into a richer place of stillness, of inner vision, of inner awakening. When we come together as a group in the records and do this kind of thing, We are activating possibilities that we don't have on our own. So the first thing, and there's just such joy here. You hear me laughing. I feel the joy of this group's records. they, They want to remind you that we're here in this heart life circle. So if you would like 
They say, place yourself, place your loved ones, place anyone uh, in this heart-light circle. Remember I said it was huge, biggest one I've ever been aware of. All of us will fit here, all of your loved ones, and anyone else, anything else that you would like to place in here. So this heart-light healing energy from the divine can be active and working through the whole time that we're together on this podcast, whether we're consciously aware of participating in this heart light circle or not. And the records are also asking us, if you feel comfortable, to place the coronavirus in our heart light circle. Because this is what it really wanted to talk about today. There's so much fear and anxiety, this pushing away uh, of the virus, of, you know, each other. And this is a time to respond with love. You can still do all the social distancing that makes you feel comfortable. They're not asking you to avoid that. They're simply saying to surround that, to infuse that with your love and to notice all the good things that this opportunity with the coronavirus is bringing to us. Yes, some people are choosing to leave the planet at this time, many people, and that has been their sole choice. That's one of the reasons why they have come at this time in these years to be here so they could be here now to focus attention in such a special way a world gathering way on this particular energy field that's called the coronavirus and it's also a huge shift an opportunity to inspect our own little worlds, do things perhaps differently, have the time, the luxury of the time to not be so busy, you know, getting ready, running out the door, doing things, doing things, driving, connecting. Instead, more of us are being able to stay home and be more quiet. Perhaps we're meditating more. Ah. What a lovely thing to do. Even if you just sit quietly and breathe, that's a meditation. That's a beautiful gift to yourself and to this whole world, to nature, Mother Earth. So in the days to come, the group's records really encourage us to send love to the coronavirus as much as you can. Love to the entire planet Earth. Gratitude for the changes that have been necessary. Gratitude for the the reshuffling and the shakeup and the seismic shifts that have come through for all of us due to the economics due to how this amazing virus has changed the world in such a short time. 
So if you would like to join with me, they're showing me the world here. Kind of like I, I'm seeing it. So you can use your imagination. That's really great. Or you can just feel if that's just the way you work or know or you just hear my words and follow along. So I'm seeing the earth as I've seen pictures of the earth from outer space when the astronauts have taken pictures. It's a gorgeous sphere of blue and land masses, clouds. And so from your heart to this entire planet, I invite you to join with me, with us, in, and I love these words, visualize, sense, know, or simply affirm this whole planet, everything in it, on it, around in the air, in the atmosphere, is now being infused with the opalescence of the divine. Opalescence, mother of pearl, you know, all the pastel colors, bright, golden, white, light with pinks and mints, soft greens and soft yellows, all the colors, soft blues, those pastel. Just ask yourself, what is the color that you bring? for this healing, for this love to represent your love. And whatever color that is, imagine, know that that color is coming from your heart in a very powerful way, from your throat, from your third eye, between your eyebrows, all these energy centers. And also from your lower ones, the root chakra, so we may come together in more peacefulness about this, your solar plexus, which is just below your belly button, sorry, your sacral area, just below your belly button, and the solar plexus is just above. And we move into our hearts, our throats, our third eyes, our crowns, Just allow that color that represents you to flow from all of these energy centers to whatever you feel, see, know is the earth, the entire planet. And since there is no time and space with the divine, the records of the group are saying, let's continue this infusion from you with love to the planet will continue. Is well set up, well connected. You don't have to consciously remember to do that now. But whenever you do remember, it'll just activate it more. So... Thank you for what we have done here today. 
And thank you for the group's record for bringing that beautiful visualization through. So they tell me this is a good point to share with you an example uh, of an innovative clearing process that was brought to a client just recently while we were exploring a shamanic lifetime that came in response to her questions. Uh, They were, you know, what is my greatest strength? What is my most significant lifetime connected to that strength? So when it came through, it was very clear that that was something to be shared here in this first podcast. So I asked her permission, and she very graciously said, oh, yes, you can share whatever you would like from this. So um, you're welcome to try this clearing process as I go along, and then there will be an even easier one for yourself. So if it feels right to join in this experience, please do. Uh, We began slowly looking for that lifetime of her uh, most significant lifetime connected to her strength. So we began with a female. Her records told me that this was a shaman woman. She was sitting beside a body of water that kept strangely shifting from a creek to a river to a pond to the ocean and back again. We later discovered that this woman belonged to a nomadic tribe and she was the one who would lead out the tribe when it was time to move to new pastures. She could actually sense the water, the game, the best place for them to settle. So then it made sense of why the water kept looking different to me. So we have this shaman woman sitting beside a body of water. This is where she would come to do her healing work for someone in the tribe. She would make a small fire and put aromatic herbs and bark on it to assist her to move into the inner levels. Once she found what the issue was, she would lean over to the water and scoop up a handful of it. So for you to do this with me, let's just give you a simple version. We've already done our inner preparation. I invite you to set your intention. If there's something that you would like to clear or release at this time, particularly if it's related to the coronavirus, that would be great. So... Setting your intention. And now imagine you're by a body of water. Whatever you would like that to be, maybe one of your favorite places where there's water. It can be free-flowing in nature, or it could even be water in your bathroom sink later on. So scoop up water in your hand. And with clear intention of what you desire to clear, take a full breath and sharply blow the water off your hand. It will absorb whatever you'd like to clear from your breath and release it to the divine as the water flies off your hand. 
Since water is affiliated with emotions, this is a particularly effective way to clear challenging or detrimental emotions. You can repeat with any other related aspects that you'd like to clear. Notice each time, now, and if you do it again, how do you feel? Later, during this session with this lady, her records playfully showed us another way to do the same process with your inner child. And this was like crystal clear. You know, find a bottle of bubble blowing solution. You can, you know, those ones with the hoops. You might have one. I always have one of these at home. Uh, you can order them online. I'm sure they're probably around in the dollar store if you're going out to pick up something. Uh, I know you're probably doing as little of that as possible, which is great. So you can also make a bubble blowing solution. I happen to look it up online, and sure, you can do that with ingredients you already have at home with dishwashing liquid. It's that hoop to blow the bubbles that's a little bit trickier. So, you know, you can do this inside or go outside even better. Breathing in and dipping and blowing the hoop in the solution in the solution, blow all of your cares and concerns away. Watch how the bubbles you've created pop 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 as their energy is released. Have fun with this. This really is an inner child thing, and it's a great way to play, let go, dance around, have some fun. So the records are reminding us that this can also be a fun and positive way to deal with any issues you might have about the coronavirus for yourself, your family, for the world. So it's just another way to play. So this lady's greatest strength was her ability to connect to nature and to the divine. That's what we understood from her records. And so that's what she's reconnecting with now at this time in her life with the assistance of her Akashic Records. So it was a beautiful experience, and I thank her for giving us permission to accompany this, however that was for us. So we have some time here. So um, let's, let's talk a little bit about how... You know, people can use the Akashic Record in everyday life. I'd like to let you know how practical this is. So whenever I talk about this, I always come up with the same beginning, and it came again for you. So when I first learned to access my Akashic Records, the only question back in 2004 that I asked for several months each time I accessed was, what fear can I release today? That was it. That was all I asked. Once my record shared whatever the fear was for the day, I'd often quickly understand its relevance to me. And if not, I'd simply ask my records for further information. Where did this begin? What was going on in my life? What the heck was I trying to learn at that time? Etc. And when I had enough information, you know, this was the whole thing only would take about 15 minutes, then I'd ask my big question. What can we do right now to clear this fear? 
and then I'd follow along on whatever process my records brought to me for clearing that particular fear. And there were different processes. There was different ways because different things require different clearing methods. And the records can customize that for us. I am such a different person now that I have a hard time even recognizing or remembering that person as me. I'm very grateful to my records that I no longer feel that fear is my middle name. So I hope you see how practical your records can be for you. Anything that is an issue in your current life can be explored. Whatever comes up can be cleared in whatever way would be most beneficial with the guidance of your records and the divine. You can even better understand what happened during your nine months gestation when you were in your mother's womb from the moment of conception through to your birth and your first breath if that is when things started to affect you. This is particularly rewarding if you had a challenging home environment or difficult birth. Through your records, you can talk to your inner child who's upset because mom brought home a new baby that's totally changed your life. And you can now hear the concerns and fears of your inner child so they can finally be heard by you, by an adult. And what about that rebellious teenager going head-to-head with mom or dad? Yes, you can connect with him or her, her or him. Yes. And archetypes, one of my personal favorites, rich area of current life exploration. You can ask for the one that's hindering you most now and what it's actually trying to do for you. They are actually always trying to do something positive for you. Archetypes are like the mythical parts uh, that get activated by our own inner stories. So through the records, you can give it a new title, a new job description, and then notice how much stronger you feel. I remember working with a client with a learning disability quite a while ago, but she always stands out for me. She had a challenge with reading. I I didn't know that. Um, And we worked on that in her records. And afterwards, she emailed me that she found it so much easier to read. So I'm not going to guarantee that would happen for everyone with a reading disability in you know one session, but it certainly was true for her. So current life issues are powerful to explore and to resolve in your in your records. You can also uh, discover and clear ancestral trauma out-of-date detrimental beliefs, or even ancient vows or self-curses. And you can do the same thing with your past life or what I call other lives, because I believe all the lifetimes of your soul are currently happening. We just happen to be focused on this one at this moment. So current lives, other lives, and ancestral issues are common areas of exploration. So I think we're ready, Claudia. Um, If people would like to, I would like to open um, the line here to some time for questions and answers. Uh, What you might ask.
ask about the records themselves, how I work with them, or perhaps taking us back into the group's records for any more uh, information about the coronavirus that would be applicable for us all. So I hand back to you, Claudia. <laughs> Thank you. So we are opening our lines now. So we have lots of lots of listeners. If you want to ask a question, press one. That would let me know that you're ready for a question. And remember, this is not, uh, we're not making personal, personal questions per se, but we can ask uh, questions in general for the group. And uh, before I start taking callers, I wanted to ask you, Sandra, so seeing that this virus, this virus is affecting us globally, could we think that this is part of the evolution of the earth since this is something major it's not something that is only affecting me in my life in because of my karma or my ancestors or, or something me me and, and and i know it's funny that i ask that because it, we have to understand with, that we are all one no matter the type of question we do but in this case is this virus because of uh, something that is going through for our evolution and if so can can the records uh, give us a little bit more information into what that is how we can assist um, is there any way to make it faster hmm. make it faster that's interesting um Yes, it's definitely a global evolution. I mean, this the records say you can't look at it any other way, and they're not really usually so um, solid about something. They're, they often they invite you to look at things like that, but they're being very, um, very clear and forthright about this, that this is part of our global evolution. We are all here at this time because of this. Um, there's been a lot of talk in metaphysical realms for years about what a gift this time is to be incarnated and how many souls are you know, wanting to be here now. And, uh, and this truly, this, this coronavirus process has been a huge draw. So perhaps that is a way to let it be more comfortable for you that your soul has arranged all of this. You've picked your parents, you've picked where you're living, you have picked the time you have come in, uh, you've stayed here until this time. Uh, some of you listening may be very elderly, some may be young. It doesn't really matter. We've all picked the right time for us to be experiencing this. Um, so the more uh, flow we have with this, the less resistance, the less fear, which is creating resistance, the more we can embrace this. This is how we can let it pass through more quickly. So it's embracing the lesson. And the lesson, this is a question I often will ask for myself in the records, is what am I trying to learn by this? What what have I learned? What haven't I learned yet? Um, 
so that I can understand what is going on and move through it more quickly. So what have we learned here? Well, you've seen an incredible outpouring of of love, concern, energy, resources, um, attention. You know, what you focus on is what grows. So again, they're asking you to focus on this situation with love, not with fear. Um, feeding it with anxiety simply ratchets it up for, for everyone else. So refocusing, breathing, taking control of your breath, simply placing your hand on your heart to get out of your head, move back into your heart, part of heart integration, if you like, is a great way to do this. So embracing the lessons of, um, you know, what is it like to have more quiet time? What do you really want to do with your life? The coronavirus is going to give many of us the opportunity to do things vastly different by the time this is all finished. Vastly different. I keep getting this is a a game changer. This is a global game changer. We will not be able to return to the status quo, to what is normal, because we are all going to be changed. Thank you. Yeah, be aware and keep your focus positive as much as you can. Thanks for the question, Claudia. You're welcome. We have caller 917538. Welcome to see you. Can I have your first name and your question? Hello, 917-5338, can you hear us? Hmm. For some Have reason, they muted themselves? I can, we, yeah, we cannot hear you, 917-538. Maybe you are muted. Okay, so we'll bring back... So we have lots and lots of lots of listeners here. If anyone wants to ask a question, uh, please. Uh, okay, we have six five zero six five zero eight one five. Welcome to see you. Can I have your first name and your question? Yes. Hi, I'm I'm Miranda. I just um, called in, and I'm wondering what the Reverend sees for me. Um, in the next month or two? So, Miranda, thank you for your question, and I'm just going to broaden it out because, mm-hmm. as I said in the very, very beginning, I don't have permission to access mm-hmm. your personal records, and I'm just really fussy about that. But that's okay. a great question of, of what do they see? What do the records see for all of us in the next month? Let's put a time frame on it. That's a great way to ask questions because it makes it more specific than just what do they see. Um, And so this will be part for you as well, because you're the one that was the placeholder for this question. So listen, listen, and let's see what they say. So, and this surprises me. Um, I see, I feel... Lots of shifting, lots of busyness. I wasn't expecting that. I was mm-hmm. expecting 
maybe just lots of quiet time, but what I'm mm-hmm. seeing and feeling is that actually people, once they have gotten and moved through some of the shock and trauma of this whole global experience, are really being uh, actively looking at what they can do differently in their lives. They've either enjoyed having the time more to themselves, so they'll set up better boundaries for their own personal time, or perhaps they've really begun to appreciate all their good friends and the marvelous healing of a wonderful hug in person because we're all doing these like virtual hi, virtual hugs. Um, And so, you know, we'll have a greater appreciation of, you know, heartfelt hug that when you meet somebody, when we can finally do that again, and you hug them, it's like there. I feel this deep resonance that's really different than how we used to just, oh, hug, 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 you know, da-da. We appreciate each other so much more. Those are the two big things that I'm getting right now. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thanks for thanks for popping up, Miranda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miranda. So, uh, anyone else want to have a question? So, Sandra, do you have a, another? Uh, while we can wait for somebody else to make a question, do you have another example of? Uh, what what ways we can use the Akashic Records in areas of our lives? Sure. Um, we have a whole bunch of these things. Let me just have a quick look on some of these that they suggested. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. They said put them at the back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All righty. Um, oh, yeah, you know, one of the things um, that you can do with with the records is if you're interested in nature, um, so trees or crystals or, um, you know, bodies of water, anything, sacred sites, anything like that, you can use your records to communicate more easily with the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, the stone kingdom, all kinds of things. Um, one of my one of my graduates used to open her records. She was a mad keen gardener, and she would ask, you know, where do I plant this garden? What do you want me to plant? What do you want me to plant next to whatever it is? Uh, what's the order? When do I begin to plant? I mean, she just had all those questions down to a T because she was a gardener, which I am not. And then she said that she would go plant her garden and how well they thrived. She'd been doing this long enough without her records that she could tell the difference when she actually did it according to what her records guided her to do. Um, So I thought that was just really delightful. She was so excited. Um, Another lady, uh, she lived in a really rural area, and um, she discovered through her records how to set up an energetic beacon so that her lost kitten could find its way home. I mean, we started with this right away, and the kitty did not come home. And, and it was just like, oh, we kept checking in, you know, whenever we get together. 
this kitten come home? Is no, not yet, not yet. And so she said she was so determined, though. She said, "I'm, I'm still that energetic beacon is sweeping around, just like a lighthouse. You know, it's just sending that light out. This is where home is." And that kitty did finally come home, even though it was several weeks later, and it was fine. Um, so I, I just thought that was a really sweet one. Um, now we have Lauren. We have Lauren here with a question. If, if we can uh, have her in. Hey, Lauren, your life. What is your question? All right. Um, when the when the viral activity started, I started to begin looking at it as an observer, not as a victim. And in this mm. process. I looked to I marvel at the the expanse that this whole globe is experiencing this viral relationship, and so I think I'm asking for the records for what more aspects of being an observer can we incorporate into our lives for a, uh, for a growth. Yes. Great question, Lauren. Thank you. And I, I love that this viral, you know, you marveled at the expanse of this viral relationship. I think that's your clue right there is being in a state of wonder, in a state of uh, being willing to learn and to shift and to change, being willing to be in a relationship with this whole experience of the coronavirus itself and and how this is changing your world from your interactions with your friends and family all the way out um, i just i just get from the records that this is our time to open our hearts this is the the major purpose of this and that's why this ability to be staying home and have some private time is is pivotal here. So we're not being punished. There's nothing that we've done wrong. We are not uh, asking to have a global trauma here, although some people are choosing to experience that, and that is proper for them. We are also being invited to open and, like I had said previously, to to see the positive aspects of this and really be conscious of how important our thoughts are. Thoughts create thought forms. Thought forms build and build and build and build until they come into reality. And so keeping your thought forms about the coronavirus, about the world economy, which is frankly where I've been much more concerned, um, keeping our thought forms there in a positive frame of mind, supportive, is the best thing that we can do as this goes on. I hope that was helpful, Lauren. Yes, yes, it always is. You always give a different perspective of something that I'm thinking. So tweaking my perspective expands it. And yeah. I appreciate that. They're, like I get mental pictures and, and you know, I delight in that. 
Good, good. Well, thank you for being brave and putting your hand up and coming and having a great <laughs> question. <laughs> See you, Lauren. And uh, so now we have reached the end of today's show. The next one is in June 15, but could you let our listeners know how can they get a free 20-minute uh, reading with you today? Uh, all right. All right. You can have the opportunity. I'm not going to say that everybody that emails me, you'll get a free 20-minute Akashic session because I'm sorry I couldn't probably cope with all that. But if you would like to go in the drawing for a complimentary Akashic session, they usually run about 20 minutes, just email me. Uh, the email address is sandra at akashicfocus.com. And do this by 5 o'clock today, uh, Eastern Standard Time. And the records and I will sit down tomorrow morning first thing. And uh, they've given me some ideas of how we're going to do this. And basically, it's just they're going to give me the numbers. I'm getting that there will be three different sessions that I'll do. And they'll give me the numbers of who, you know, I'll get them in order as they come in. And so the records will just say number Number what, or number what, or number what. And I will just simply count. And uh, I'll read them all. I'll read it. So if you want to write me any little notes or comments on today, love to hear. If you have any questions about what you'd like me to cover uh, in future times, uh, let me know. This will be your opportunity to reach out. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We have lots and lots of listeners and callers in. Um, again, our next opportunity to uh, talk about the, uh, the records is on June 15, 12 p.m. Eastern Time with your host, Sandra. And Sandra, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for that awesome first episode of your show. Thank you, Claudia, for making it easy for me. I just had to pay attention to the to the records and stay in my heart. You did all that techie stuff, so I so appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> Great job. Thank, Thank you. Thank you as well. And goodbye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.